This is Thomas Miller on the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast, but this is not a podcast. <laughs> this is a tutorial. We're going to do a little... Uh, this is for those of you who have picked up one of Rosie Cutter's Destiny Card decks for the weekly reading. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just skip on. This isn't for you. Maybe you'll circle back to it. But uh, we did a couple of podcasts talking about Rosie Cutter and the Destiny cards. Now, if you um, are not familiar with those, you might want to get in the search box and just type Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, Cutter, C-U-T-T-E-R, and those will bring up the podcast episodes. That's on the website, subconsciousmindmastery.com. But Rosie was kind enough to do a kind of a Subconscious Mind Mastery listeners exclusive and give us a walkthrough of exactly what to do with the deck. Now, there's a learning curve with the cards. You can get that with the, all the links that are provided in the show notes. But this is what you do with that deck if you have purchased one. They are really cool. They are really beautiful. And here is Rosie to walk us through what to do with it. So you've just received your Destiny Card Weekly Reading Kit. So the first thing that we're going to do is open it up and take out all the different pieces. There is a booklet of interpretation. There's a deck of cards, which I'll have you guys open up the deck of cards. And you'll notice that there are four little birthday calendar extra cards that you can put in your wallet to look up anybody's birthday. And there's also a joker. So I want you guys to take those out of the deck. Now you have a deck of cards and we want to put it in order from the ace of hearts through the two of hearts, three of hearts, all the way up to the king of hearts. Then the next cards you want to put in order on top of that is the ace of clubs all the way up through the king of clubs. And then you want to put the ace of diamonds all the way up through the king of diamonds on top of that. And then you want to have the ace of spades up through the king of spades. So now your deck is in order all the way from the ace of hearts up through the four suits to the king of spades. And every time you go to do your weekly reading, you actually put the deck back in that perfect order. So one fun tip to do that with is like when they're all mixed up after doing the weekly reading, you can always make four piles of all the clubs in one, all the hearts in one, and then you can go from the ace to the king. So you've got your perfect deck in perfect order. You've removed the joker card and the four additional calendar cards. And you create a space for yourself by laying out the beautiful purple cloth that came with the kit on a table, uh, on the floor. Maybe you have a nice candle. You have some time to reflect. Another thing to do is what day do you want to do the reading on? Well, one simple thing you could do is you could Google what day of the week was I born? So if I put mine April 22nd, 1985, that particular day that I was born happened to be a Monday. So I do my readings every Monday or the Sunday night before as well can be nice. So if we Google yours and it said you're on a Thursday, the day of the week that you were born, you could do it every Thursday or you could do it the Wednesday night before to prepare for the week. So you've got your perfectly nice in-order deck, your beautiful cloth laid out, maybe a candle lit, say a little prayer. 
you also have your weekly reading record sheet. So this is the white um, notebook that came in the kit. And this is for you to write down your reading every week so that you remember it. And also in case you want to put it away, if you don't want to leave it out, I like to leave mine out because it's beautiful to look at. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to take the deck and we're going to shuffle it for 60 seconds. So whether you want to set the timer on your uh, smartphone, whether you want to just look at a watch, you want to make sure it's exactly 60 seconds. And so you take the deck, you shuffle for 60 seconds, and you're breathing deeply, thinking about your upcoming week and what questions you might have. Um, is there anything you, decisions you need to make? So you put that energy into the cards. And then when it says 60 seconds, you put the deck down and you cut it one time, which means you pick half the deck up, put it down, and then put the bottom half back on. You cut it in half and then redo the pile. Then you wait another 20 seconds, which is nice to have the smartphone timer because it just lets you know as the stopwatch runs. So you're thinking, you're breathing 20 seconds. Then you cut the deck again. You pick up a pile of it. You move it around. Okay, put it down. You wait an additional 20 seconds and you cut the deck the third time. So now you've got this deck of cards. You've shuffled it. You've put your intent and your energy in it. And you're ready to do your weekly reading and your layout. So in the booklet, it has the instructions of the numbers of how the weekly reading works. Um, this is a few pages in. And so the very first card you start dealing off the top of the deck will be the number one card, the Mercury card. If you're born on a Monday, that's going to be the Monday of the week. If you were born on a Thursday, that's going to be the Thursday that it starts. So I put out Mercury, number one. Next to it, to the right, I put out the Venus card, number two. Number three is the Mars card. Number four is the Jupiter card. Number five is the Saturn card. Number six is the Uranus card. And number seven is the Neptune card. So now I've got seven cards laying out across the cloth. Then I create two more rows underneath that seven. So number eight is the secondary Mercury. Number nine is the secondary Venus, so on and so forth. So now when I'm finished, I've laid out 21 cards, seven long and three down. So you've got three lines of cards. And then you go to the top of this big blockage of cards. And number 22 is the long range card. Number 23 is the Pluto card. And number 24 is the result. And those, as they're shown in the little graphic in the booklet, are at the top. And this whole time you've been dealing from the top of the deck. Now for the very last card, which is the environment, you pull that from the bottom of the deck. So we've got now this whole layout of a beautiful amount of 25 cards. And this 25 cards represents your week. So the first thing you do is you write down what you've got. So just in case the wind blows or anything messes up, you've got a record for the week. So you write, okay, I've got a two of hearts in the environment. I've got a nine of clubs long range. I've got a three of hearts Pluto, a queen of spades result. You go and you fill out the whole little white chart, and then you've got your reading for the week. Now you're ready to look up 
the interpretations of what each of those cards means. So the first thing I would go do is look at the long range, the Pluto, the result, and the environment meanings, because those are going to be the general theme of the whole week in one way or another. And then look up all the meanings for, for example, I have a queen of diamonds in Mercury. Okay, I open up the booklet. I go to the Queen of Diamonds page, and it's going to tell me what the Queen of Diamonds means in each different position. So the Queen of Diamonds in Mercury says a sudden or short spending spree. It also gives business ability through mental power. So will I be doing a lot of business on, on Monday? Will I be spending money? Will I have some impulsive purchase? Then I'm going to go look and see what's my Venus, which is going to be Tuesday for me. Okay, I've got a Jack of Clubs in Venus. I go to the Jack of Clubs page in the booklet, and under Venus, it says, a jealous or frivolous lover, wit and charm with friends, family, and lovers. So you start to look at it. You look up each individual influence, and you start to get a theme of what the week might be like. If there was some kind of trip planned, do you have any fives, which is the number of travel and change? Are there any particular days where there could be uh, limitation or losses and maybe that day you're not feeling well and it's just better to kind of stay at home and take care of yourself? So you start to see the general theme of the week. And then once the week is over, you can look back and see how it played out. And oftentimes you could even meet somebody new and you can literally have their card on that day that you met them, which is another reason it's fun to look back. So if you just through those steps, it seems it's a little complicated, but of course, like these, this is all some Freemason stuff and they've been doing it this way forever. It's very particular that you shuffle for the 60 seconds, cut the deck, wait 20 seconds, cut the deck, wait 20 seconds, cut the deck again. It has to be in that particular order and the cards do really go need to go back into perfect order every week when you do the reading so that they're going to be all jumbled and you want to return them to the ace of hearts, two of hearts, three of hearts, all the way up. So that kind of cleans the energy. But once you get it down, it'll take maybe 10 minutes. And every week you'll have this way that you're educating yourself, learning about astrology, numerology, and also just a period of self-reflection to ask your higher self, your guides, what is happening? What's coming up? What should I look out for? What good things? What potholes do I want to swerve to avoid? And uh, yeah, it can be a really educational tool and open up a lot of doors to studying the stars in general. Awesome. Thank you for that. Now, when you, uh, so now you have the second row and the third row below that first mm -hmm. row of seven. What do you do with those? So you're going to look up the interpretations of those, and these are underlying cards. So the first row is the theme of that day and the theme of that planet, right? So my Mercury day is a Monday. That's also going to be Mercury, my mind, what I'm thinking about for the week. Then the underlying two cards you're free to look up the interpretations of those just the same as the top, but they almost provide supportive information. So the top row is definitely the dominant themes, and then the underlying rows give you additional information. And then when you have a meaning, I've noticed in the book, sometimes it might not apply like at all. So for example, mm -hmm. let's say that you are retired 
and it says right. you're going to have a fantastic day in business, you know, and right. hey, you might manage a, a, you know, a little portfolio of assets or something sure, like that. Sure. But how do you extrude that beyond like what might not be there that applies directly to somebody? Yeah. So the, the, um, <clears throat> interpretations in the book are very generalized just to start to get, because it's also on a microcosm of the week. So let's say that there's a gentleman that has a really good, I mean, this might sound silly, but if I had a really good business day and I'm like retired, I might go buy a lotto ticket that day. I don't know, but you could also have some good news about something. You could be engaged in a conversation about business. He could be having to help his son or something like that. So even though it doesn't affect the people directly, yeah, I know exactly what you mean about like um, a good day in business or somebody's not in their relationship, but it talks about relationship romantic things that can also just be support from friends and loved ones and feeling better emotionally. So the main theme is as well, knowing the meanings of the planets, because overall the Mercury is a certain energy. The Venus is a certain energy and that's what changes kind of the meanings of the cards. But Venus is not just passionate love affairs. It's also your pets, your home, your surroundings. These are the closest planets to us. So once you kind of get a hang of looking at it and then you look back on the week, that's where it's useful because you'll go, oh, yeah, well, I spent all of coffee talking to Hal about his real estate investments. So yeah, maybe it wasn't a fantastic day for me in business, but it was this exciting conversation that we had and the focus was on business. That chart that you have on your website, too, gives a great little explanation of uh, the cards, like the, you know, what an eight means and then what yes. the hearts mean. You can put that together, too, right? That, yes, 100%. And that's what that's there for, because even with this, it's going to start to show you, you know, what is hearts? Hearts is emotions. That's how we're feeling. That's our loved ones. Clubs is mental energy, uh, exchange of information, communication. Uh, diamonds is not just money, it's values and what's important. And spades is hard work, spirituality, you know, really uh, kind of looking beyond the veils. So once you start to see the general theme, this is not just for the destiny card system. These archetypes for numerology, as well as for astrology, the meanings of the planets are the same. So, so doing your weekly reading and, and starting to learn what these symbols mean will actually help you read your own horoscope in the actual paper. Now, if somebody doesn't know the planets, so mm -hmm. your chart gives you the numbers. If somebody doesn't know the planets, where do you point them for that information? So um, you, there's great infographics online, but I can just even give an overview. So Mercury is your mind. It's things that happen quickly. It also governs the first 13 years of somebody's life. Venus is our emotions, our romantic relationships, even our business partnerships, the people that are close to us, our home. Mars is the planet of fighting, aggression, legal. It's not necessarily negative. It's just energy. It's where is my energy going to be directed? Um, Mars can have a lot to do with business and fraternities of men as well. So a lot of gov governmental things are Mars. Uh, Jupiter is the planet that loves us, the planet of blessings, travel, expansion, good luck, Saturn is the karmic master, the, the t father time. So Saturn is where we need to take responsibility, where we need to get grounded and grow up. And so it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's where the work needs to be done. And it can also show areas where you need to just keep an extra eye out because if, you, if, you know, a stitch in time saves nine sort of a thing. 
And then Uranus is the planet of electricity, communications, radio, television, new age, the age of Aquarius, the brotherhood of man. So it's about the collective. And then Neptune is fantasy, altruism, drugs, alcohol, everything, dreams, fantasy. So it's definitely radio, television as well, that sort of a thing, but more in the realm of the movies and and kind of creating these storylines and romantic love. And then Pluto is uh, the god of the underworld. Pluto is death and rebirth. So the Pluto for the week, for example, would be your big challenge that you're dealing with. But once you deal with it, you make significant progress. So Pluto, it's important to know what the things are that are hidden in the world, like the Saturn and the Pluto, so that we can work on them and they don't take us by surprise. But if you could just, um, you somebody could Google basic meanings of the planets in astrology. There's wonderful infographics that are up um, giving that. And also on my Instagram account of um, at Rosie Cutter, R-O-S-E-Y-C-U-T-T-E-R. It's the traveling astrologer hashtag. I post lots of infographs of all these different things and also like even reading compatibility charts and different ways and tools that people can use to educate themselves. Well, there is the recipe, the ingredients, and the instructions. Now it's up to folks to go bake their own cake. <laughs> yeah, and anytime they have a question, you know, just going back to those instructions, looking, the only confusing thing is remembering to put the cards back in the order of the deck, and then also that you've got to do the you've got to do the shuffle for the sixty seconds, and then cut it every twenty seconds. You know, so you end up cutting it three times total. But yeah, once you get it down, you can always go back, look at the video. I do it. And that's right on the website. And you'll, after one or two times, you'll get a hang of it. It seems very heady, which is why I wanted to develop the kit. Because when I was doing my readings, I was just reading the instructions out of the Cards of Destiny book by Robert. And that was even more confusing without the visual aids. <laughs> so yeah, it's a wonderful thing. And I know everybody will get a hang of it. And I hope it brings a lot of insight into people's lives. Point of clarification. So you put the cards back in that order every time. Yes. Yep. Every time. You don't need to do it right after you do the reading. You might be a little bit tired. But before you do the next one, every time you go from the Ace of Hearts up to the King of Hearts, then the Ace of Clubs up to the King of Clubs, Ace of Diamonds up to the King of Diamonds, Ace of Spades up to the King of Spades. So it's in total numerical order. All right. Very good. Glad to clarify that. Rosie, perfect. Thank you so much for doing this for us. All right, sweetie. Have a great day. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.